0: You're tuned in to the Vince and the Strangers podcast, a safe space to overshare whatever's on your mind. Hey y'all, I'm your host, Sydney Joy, and this is my podcast, and it's 2024, I don't know why I was getting ready to say 2025, um, happy new year, mm-hmm. I haven't talked in, what, over two months, two months and four days um mm. <laughs> uh, sometimes I forget that this is a thing because somebody asked me when I was coming back and what episodes and I'm like, huh, what are you been talking about? But for me, it's a lot of work. It's a whole other job and it's okay because it counts as a hobby. I just, something I just wanted to try, you know, and it's like when I taught myself the keyboard, I learned a few songs and that was it, but recently, because um, I got an Amazon gift card for Christmas, um, 150 bucks on it, mind you, I barely use Amazon as someone that didn't have any money to spend, like regular money to spend on Amazon, so I definitely didn't know what to buy with, say, gift card, but you make it at work. Um, I just ordered some keyboard stickers, and even then, it's just one of those things that I kind of just revisit. Um, and now it's between either learning to DJ, because when I was going to get, um, some Christmas gifts for my son, I saw some, like, kiddo turntables. That was 50 bucks, which is crazy, because it's for a kid. But I really wanted it, um, and I've always wanted to... I've always wanted to be a DJ because I I just love music, real bad. But it's either gonna be between DJing or roller skating, which is crazy because I already got a bad knee messing around and turn my ACL for real, I'm doing <laughs> like try explaining that to a doctor. You out here damn near thirty. If you round my age up to the nearest tenth, I might as well be thirty. Like, I'm fucked around. Got my wide back on some skates knowing my situation like and i work standing up majority of the time i can't be doing my job on crutches so the jury stood out on that one (laughs) but in the meantime um i guess i would have said nothing spectacular has happened but really only one spectacular thing has happened um still working still in school classes actually open up today for registration um I think it's going to be my last semester. Fingers crossed. So hope I can afford them. Um, Yeah, that's still a thing. And I got a whole new job. The hours are better. Um, Got a whole new job title. Um, And I'm happy about it. Like, I'm really excited. And speaking of school, um, my brother, no, 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 no. My my boyfriend, my gosh, not my brother. I don't live in Alabama. Um, he enrolled in a college recently, so really around October or so, but this is like his first full semester, first rodeo, for real, yeehaw, um, and I've been like emotionally and physically invested because he's so nervous and he's really trying to adjust because he's been out of school for like eight years, um, I think longer, but i are really gonna go with that, um, but he's gonna be great, he's gonna be awesome. Um, big businessman on the way. And I feel like we can all kind of use some support every now and again, you know? Um, because he's doing this assignment right now, um, for one of his classes where you got to choose a piece of media or something that's impacted you. How it's kind of shifted your sh- perspective and what it's meant, like, in the moment, like, versus what it means now. Blase, blase. And he chose a bunch of Rod Wave songs. Tell me you're from Florida without telling me you're from Florida. Um, and it's funny because there was a time where I didn't like him at all. Like, I couldn't stand Rod right Wave. My hate for Rod Wave runs very deep. Um, just all that whining and crying. Sound like, like a rap keeps sweat. I can't get with it. But, um, we was in the car one day, and he was like, I was like, oh, you wrote that little song? I just threw it a party at a century. That song right there, I like it. It's cute. Auntie like that song. I can get, I can get with that. And he was like, do you know who that is? End up being Rock Wave, so maybe I don't entirely like Rap Keith Sweat, but or don't like him. We'll see. Anyways, um, that assignment that he's doing right now vaguely reminds me of this assignment that I had to do in English one time. Um, and we did a whole lot of like pop culture centered assignments, and there was one where we had to analyze a movie or a TV character or both. Um. And so I ended up doing Randall Pearson from This Is Us. I like him a lot. Um, Because he always tried to do a whole lot of things at once so he could feel, like, proud of himself and whatnot. And, like, even though those things would make him overwhelmed and he know that those those things would make him overwhelmed, sounds a lot like myself. Mm -hmm. And, like, even though, like, the method to his madness didn't take away anything from what he had already accomplished, he was still doing them. Like he's like, okay, I gotta be, I gotta be a whole lot better, i.e. me. I gotta find the essay. I know I gotta A on it. Um, it was very personal cause I don't really tell nobody nothing for real. And that was one class I feel like you had to be pretty transparent about like your strengths and your weaknesses to better yourself as a writer. And it really tested me. Cause now that I think about it, that was really like the basis of what I do right here. It got me to really open up. Plus, I had such, like, an amazing professor. Um, I hope he's doing well. Shout out to him. You make me a better me. Then I'm getting my degree soon. I think you'd be very proud. Um, but if I was to do, like, a movie right now, I would do the screen movies. And I would focus on Maureen Prescott. Because um, that lady had folks bent, like, she was so relevant for the first three movies. And that's a big torch to carry for somebody who's literally dead. Like, why is my vagina a talking point? Why do I have y'all so pressed from the grave? I gotta give y'all a brief synopsis, okay? For anybody that ever sees it, or that has seen it, you're gonna laugh. Um, for anybody that hasn't seen it, think of this as, like, the Cliff Notes version. So, before the first events so the first movie, um, these two dudes had killed her, because she was a whore, like, flashed that shit around town like it had diamonds in it, and, like, obviously it had something in it because it just kept people going it it had them coming back um and so like you've been talking about me this whole movie and again like i'm dead how you sound like you go around telling people your motives based upon my actions like you so mad get a life um and so the killers and stuff they had targeted her daughter because they in the same friend group and so um and her friends and like they're all together And but like listen, main character, Sydney, she had a praying grandmother. Like she was covered by the blood. Um, you cannot take her out at all. And it is but they're they're up to like what six finna be seven movies, still ain't took her out. Only reason they took her out is because they wasn't trying to pay her enough. Fuck them. We don't support them no more. Um after the sixth movie is done, is over with, finished. I don't know done in Spanish, but if I did, I would say it. Um, so yeah, her and Harry Potter, they might literally be the same person. You cannot kill them. Um, but anyways, so in the second movie, she's in college and they're doing all like copycat thing where like the more murderers want to do what the first murderers did because they want to get famous. And so the mom of one of the killers in the first movie was like, yo, um, your mom broke my family up. She's the whole reason I'm not with my husband. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, girl, folks cheat like every day motherfuckers stay every other day like and some don't broadcast it but you didn't stay because you didn't want to so stand on it you want to be the exception stand on business and you followed me here because i'm in college trying to move on and like you're trying to kill me like you could have went to counseling dealt with it got your man back but you done traveled from california to ohio and i know there ain't no hop skip away impress got girls got you pressed it's in the name <laughs> and so the third movie rolls around And like I guess before Sid's mom was a whore She was a movie star um, And then like she was first starting out And she got mixed up in a real bad situation With some directors and Hollywood producers um, And they assaulted her Like real bad And so she ended up having a kid That ended up being the director Within the movie, within the movie That they were doing um, And so he was a product of that whole thing And so he grew up and i guess looked her up found her and was like hey i'm your son and she kind of like rejected him and that was the end of that um because she had a whole new life at that point she's like this isn't who i am anymore so he filmed her going around being a homewrecker with the dad of one of the killers in the first movie and basically showed him everything and that's why the people did what they did and so like he didn't track down sydney right and he was like uh, he's killing the stars in his own movie. He's talking about, oh, you ruined my movie. Friend, you ruined your own movie. The police investigated everybody else. Or you're didn't you the main person that they're investigating. But, like, you're trying to, trying to downplay. Like, you don't know what's going on. Be a better liar. Um, everybody's dead. You killed your own movie. But Sis was relevant. She was so relevant beyond the grave. Um, RIP Marine Prescott. I'm so glad that you're able to rest since they stopped using your vagina as discourse. Um, but it made me think, like, if I were to do this assignment, like, what would I write about? Would it be something in film, music, like, what's really touched me, and like, something that's felt real personal, because at first I'm like, yo, I've already done an episode on this. 32 in County, y'all really be rocking with me, that's crazy. Um, speaking of, I don't be trying to care too much about the analytics, because it's really just numbers. And I don't know y'all, y'all don't know me, but your girl is international. Again, somebody right now, um, I don't know. I don't know what time it is over there, but somebody right now is underneath the Eiffel Tower eating French fries covered in French mustard with my show in the ear. Cause we in France, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanna say that. But obviously I can't write about that because I've already talked about it, so I've been listening to uh to Megan The Stallion's the Cobra song before she um since it came out, and I love her. It's really personal because I hate when you get on social media and people are like uh women rappers. All they do is they shake their ass and they talk about their vaginas, and then like they do. You think maybe you should do something else, and then they do something else, and then all y'all do is criticize, criticize, criticize. Um, and so like here is somebody being vulnerable after going through so much shit in the media, like. And y'all still got something else to say. Like, you know, this is their oath to us. This is their personal journal. They're venting to strangers. And, like, I don't know. It made me realize, like, this is why people don't share what they're going through now. Because nobody's going to believe them. Nobody's going to take them serious. Um, Just a disclaimer. Because I know, like, we're all... Most of us are pretty turned into, like, current events and stuff. Um, Because I wanted to do this weeks ago. But then it became an even bigger thing and I was writing some stuff down um I don't think it would have gotten any reception at least not the positive kind um so I'm doing it now but then it also made me think like the the song that she has anxiety um I like that too so I would cover probably a few lines out of that um so I think if I was to go through them for real it would kind of go something like this um I got bad anxiety. People call me rude because I ain't letting them try me. So recently I quit my job and we were undergoing some changes and it's always been my dream to advance in my career with the ultimate goal being to own my own center. And in order to get there, I can't stay I am because I've been an assistant teacher for two years and some change. um, And we got a new superior. She just, she nitpicked everything. My gosh, like she wasn't nice. Like, I ain't never seen somebody so unhappy. Like, do you hate sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and horses and, and stuff like that too? Like, do you like, you know, <laughs> you like anything that's remotely exciting? Um, And I'm getting better about voicing when I'm unhappy and basically like not allowing anybody to disrespect me. Cause with that, I got like the now i got labeled like i'm angry i'm confrontational i always want to go toe-to-toe with the director i don't i just i want to eat my snacks and enjoy my class um and every time i clap back to whatever she was saying my heart felt like it wanted to jump out of my chest because like that's not me um like i'm a renowned people pleaser so look at me for finally being able to stand on my own um she really tried to push me out of there, but you ain't got to worry about that, because I quit, honey. Um, I'm glad that chapter of my life is over. I'm glad I get to start anew. I'm grateful. Um, and then the next line began, excuse me while I get into my feelings for a second. Usually I keep it down, but today I got to tell it. Not that anybody gives a fuck anyway, but everybody talking shit probably sucks anyway. Y'all don't even know how I feel. I don't even know how I deal today. I really hate everybody, and that's just me being real. Um, I really like those poster, whatever templates off of Instagram because some of them are real, like real cool, and others just aren't cool because it reminds you of a period of a time in your life where like things really sucked. Um, I seen one that was like post when you were skinny, and I don't know. I don't have the I don't have the courage to get on my main, not my main page, um, my regular story to post how I feel about me being skinny. So I posted on my close friends. And at that time I was coming out of a relationship with a really like terrible person. And that totally did a number of my confidence, especially my body. Um, and I always say like, I was the perfect version of myself until I met my ex. I mean, you couldn't water me down if you tried. And I seen a tweet the other day that was like, what's the sentence that hurts you, but You acted like it didn't. Um, I had introduced him to one of my really, really good homegirls. It was real brief, and we had left shortly, and we talked, and unprovoked, he goes, Damn, how you let your friend be thicker than you? (laughs) I shrugged it off. Uh, We was doing good. We was always arguing. It was a very toxic relationship. I don't know how I stayed the course as long as I did. Um... Glad that's over. Um, and I didn't really haven't in me to argue, but my feelings were so hurt. Um, because why are you looking at her that way in front of me, and didn't have like the gall to tell me into my face? Like, then I was already insecure, which sucks like a hundred times more. Um, and I was fighting to keep somebody who was showing me on a consistent basis why I shouldn't. Um, so I left it be. But after that, it's like every other day was some sort of criticism. And he made me hate myself. I toned down my outfits. I started wearing more neutrals, quit doing my hair. I mean, like I was getting nails, eyebrows, all that good stuff done. I didn't do that no more. And sometimes I look at pictures from 2018 to 2019, um, knowing what it was like to pull myself out of a depression just to jump into another one I got with him. Um... 21-year-old me was so beautiful. Um, body dysmorphia is crazy like that because I walk around now trying to get whatever pretty it was back. Like I'm really satisfied with what I see in the mirror sometimes, and I'm always second-guessing. Like Why do people feel the opposite about that? Um, and I hate that I let somebody take that away from me. I hate that I let somebody have so much power over me like that. Um, someone who sat at Chili's one night and called me a whore because I used to like somebody that he was acquainted with. Not because we had sex, not because we went on a date, not because we even did anything because the furthest that got was, Hey, what you doing? How you doing? And that kind of made me realize, man, I've been lusting over this dude walking past him every day and he's boring. And that kind of sucks because all he is is a cute face. But, <laughs> but because I knew him, um, he had me crying outside in the parking lot that night. Because I was on the phone with my homeboy. Um, I don't miss that. And I also never talk about it, so nobody would know. Um, but today I wanted, I wanted to tell you. So, yeah. All I really want to hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back because a bad bitch can have bad days. I just want to talk to somebody that really gets me. And I also feel like some beats from Cobra would do here would do pretty well here too. Um, everything will be okay, right? I'm winning, so nobody's tripping. Better if I ever fall off, everybody go missing. I'm sitting in the dark room thinking, probably why I always end up drinking. Yes, I'm very depressed. How could somebody so blessed want to slit their wrists? When I was working at my last job, I had a terrible nervous breakdown. Few of them really, um, not to the magnitude of wanting to off myself. I hadn't been there in a while. Pray I never get back there, actually. Um, but an alternative to the sadness was drinking, and nothing hard or anything that I did every night. But them Stella cans and Angry orchards really used to hit the spot. So I, from there, I gave myself ninety days for my breakdown to find another job. I really felt like I've been drowning these last couple months, and ain't nobody know besides me. Because I'm that positive co-worker that comes in and brightens your day every morning. Um, the personality higher, if you will. But every night on the way home from work, I was going home in complete silence. I was totally overstimulated. I was like, my gosh, I can't do this no more. I'm about to explode. Um, I was going to sleep every night, anxious to get up in the morning. Because I was mad that I had to go into something that I used to love and I, I hate it. I can't stand it. I can't do this no more. Um, I get home and I can't even join my own kid because I'm so burnt out and I'm actively looking and applying elsewhere, but every email is, hey, we regret to inform you. And after a while, I got I got so discouraged, but I talked to God constantly on the search for something new. And it's an imperative that I keep him involved in everything that I do. Um, not to say I'm encouraging anyone else, to follow me on my path, because I know religion isn't for everybody, and we don't all subscribe to the same things. Um, and I could I could use therapy, but it's a great alternative to I find one that works for me. If God allows it, all we have is time. And this part of the song is like is like my favorite. <laughs> Cause I think it's so funny, but it's not funny at all. Um, he pouring me shots thinking it's lit. Little did he know this pussy's depressed. Like, I'm about to stress him. Like, you think it's going down? Mm-mm. <laughs> Not at all. Because have y'all ever seen them tweets? They be like, yeah, me and my man taking shots. You think we about to get nasty. Um, but I'm really start- I'm really about to start freestyling? Mm-hmm. That's me. Like, we pulling back Casamigos. You think I'm going to get down? Friend, I'm going to recite the preamble. Because um, I haven't forgot it since the seventh grade. So, um... We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and ensure these blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, to ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. That's what I'm going to do, and I'm about to go to sleep. (laughs) Sorry, it was was getting real dark, Um, and I think we needed some comedic relief. So, thank you, Megan. (laughs) Um, Damn, I got problems Never thought a bitch like me would ever hit rock bottom I miss my parents, way too anxious, always canceling my plans Last season, I talked a lot about my parents um, But something shifted, I guess after my last birthday Frontal love developed, whatever Either way, it made me realize that My mom was such a hardworking person Um, And if her life was anything like mine at this age, and she still continued to push through with a career, have kids, and maintain her sanity, she deserves all the credit in the universe. Because I wish she was here with me sometimes. And she hasn't, she's not like, I'm not going to say it because word of mouth is very powerful. Um, She only lives like six hours away, but she lives six hours away, so. When I'm having a bad day, I can't go to her and be like, Mom, I'm having a bad day. I really need a hug. I'm finna break down. Um, It's some decisions I don't even want to make without my mom. This shit sucks. Like, There's no way that I used to be like the opposite or I can't wait to be an adult because this shit sucks. Um, She knows best, and whether I like it or not, I'm turning into another version of her. Just a cool lady, um, but I do get anxious, real bad. Um, and I used to have like a group of coworkers who went out, seen, like every night. Like, my goodness, do y'all not have bills? Y'all don't, is y'all like Bill not due right now? Like, mine? I can't go out with y'all. I can't go spend it all on twelve lemon drops. Um, always in somebody's lounge, somebody's bar, the club. I just feel like if I work eight hours a day. I'm not squeezing myself in some outfit to go stand around and listen to music from the 2000s. If I want to have drinks, I can make him at home. I can have him at home. Much cheaper. And that's actually the real reason I don't want to go. Because I'm poor. Um, I'm mm-hmm. over here being God's strongest soldier. Um, very overrated. I don't know. Like, It's like, how do you explain to somebody, I'm having a depressive episode right now. And I really don't think the DJ wants some crying bitch on his dance floor right now. That's embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. Um, But if anything, I think I resonate real heavy with the last line. Damn. I finally see. I'm killing myself when bitches would die to be me. And we think sometimes, like, man, this this right here, this is just okay. Like, my sad little life ain't all that to somebody. Or to me, but... To the right person. It's another day in paradise. Like I don't think mine is anything extravagant. It's just. I want to thank God that I'm alive. With a roof over my head and food to eat. And a couple dollars in my pocket. Just a couple. Not a whole lot. (laughs) Some people don't even have that. And to whatever stranger that's listening. It's like man. She has a job. Like sometimes looking for a job. Is a full time job. And maybe someone just has a 30-minute break in between eating and whatever other obligations they got to fit within that window. They don't have time to call around to nobody. Because by the time they get off work, it's probably 5 p.m. And jobs that they applied to are already closed for the day. So who will answer the phone? Or maybe they got to pick up their kids. (laughs) And they just don't have the time. And they're depressed, my goodness. I totally understand. I've been there. Or somebody's like, man, she's got somebody who loves and supports her. Because have you seen a dating pool nowadays? I don't feel like arguing about 50-50 in rent all the time. And providing. My God. I'm sick. Get a life. Um, Some people would die for that. And our bare minimum could be someone else's greatest necessity. You know? And that's just something... I feel like it's worth taking into consideration. So, yeah. Hmm. Venting the Strangers is a show designed for casual discussion and why sometimes it's easier chatting to people you don't really know. Available on most platforms that still exist because come to find out, I think Stitcher's no longer a thing, Google Podcasts is no longer a thing, and something else, but just search it. Just search it. Whatever this, wherever the search engine takes you, just search Vintin' the Strangers podcast. It'll come up. Um, feel free to leave a review, send a donation, or follow the show's Instagram that I still don't use. And comment your own thoughts and ideas on today's episode. I'm really trying to get a hang of this time thing, of this hobby. Because I guess some people want to hear me on a consistent basis. But you're not going to get that because I, I live a pretty consistent life of other of other things so um yeah that's that's all i got that's that's all i got so till whenever hopefully not two months and four days (laughs)